What's going on guys? We're finally here. We're finally going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. Uh, we're going to be doing not one, but two episode reviews. And there's a lot to talk about. Now, if you've not seen the first two episodes, I highly recommend you do. Come back. Let me know what you guys think. But we got a lot to discuss uh, about a lot of things because there's been a lot of leaks. There's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of, I would say, different views. And, I, and I've been really trying to stay clear of everything and just go in, uh, try to see if it fulfills my expectations and if I like it or I dislike it. And so far, I like it. There are things about, I would say, characters or decisions that I was not, I would say, agreeable to right now. Now, in the very beginning, we go through this precap of season, of, you know, episode one, two, and three. It takes place ten years, obviously, after Revenge of the Sith. But we see the very first scene of Order 66 on the Jedi Temple, where this master is training younglings, and then you see the 501st come in and starts blasting everybody. And... Again, we only get to see clips, like maybe five minutes worth, if that, of the what happened on that night of Order 66. And we got to see it through the 501st, you know, through Star Wars Battlefront 2, a little bit through the Bad Batch, a little bit through the Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, even some of the games, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, Revenge of the Sith uh, game that we get to play as Anakin, go through the temple. We didn't get to see everything that Anakin did, and that's what a lot of fans including myself want to see but we did not see that and then we see you know Ewan McGregor turn as Obi-Wan Kenobi which I know a lot of people love including myself and watching this we get to see a big difference of him from how he was from last we saw him to now because he is a broken man he no longer believes in a lot of things he is protecting Luke he does his uh, job, which is, I'm guessing, he is cutting up some kind of meat, which may be from a crate dragon or something. He doesn't make much. He gives a little bit to his uh, camel-type creature, and he gives uh, the food and just stays in his little cave hut style with doing dealings with the Jawas. There was a scene where he found where a uh, Jawa found his belt that he hid way out in the desert and same thing with some different parts and that he even says in there that hey you know if you're gonna steal my parts at least clean them which again we still see a little bit of that I would say smart ass you know of Obi-Wan a little bit when he was younger and I'm glad we could see that but we also could see a little bit of how he acts with the Alec Guinness sort of speak a little bit and I like that too. Then we get introduced to the Grand Inquisitor, we get introduced to Reva which is the new uh, third sister uh, or the fourth sister and then we get to see of course uh, the fifth brother which is of course played by Sun Kang who was in Fast and Furious and then also some other characters that we get released to. Now we do get to see where throughout the entirety of the episode where they're hunting Jedi on Tatooine and for some reason or other Reva has this uh, I would say hard on to try to find Obi-Wan for some reason. Uh, she And we later find out that obviously wants to impress Vader due to that if she finds him, maybe she could become the new Grand Inquisitor. Because throughout the entirety of the show, so far, the Grand Inquisitor, 
He, and again, with the way episode two ended, there's going to be a lot of issues, so I'm going to try to go through this as best I can. But it's kind of seemed like Reva, she wants to have her own, she wants to be the Grand Inquisitor. I guess she thinks that, hey, if I find and kill Obi-Wan or I bring him to Vader, then maybe he'll make me the next Grand Inquisitor. Because she doesn't agree with Grand Inquisitor on what is going on because she wants to find Obi-Wan and they've been looking for him for 10 years, have not been able to find him. They find another Jedi in hiding and even though he finds Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan tells him that, you know, that he's not who he thinks he is and they tells him to run, hide, and live a normal life. And he tries to do that and unfortunately later on the episode, this guy still dies after the Inquisitors find him and then even Owen gets mad at Obi-Wan, which again we do see in New Hope, where he even says, you know, he doesn't need anything, he's well, only a toy, and he says, you don't care about him, you just want to see about what he can do, and again, what's really interesting is that you see a lot of what we see in New Hope, and that same toy that he tried giving Luke in this episode, we saw in New Hope, and then also... We see where Reva, she is, again, she is a, I, I don't like Reva, I'm not a big fan of the actress either, especially with a lot of things we found out about her, which I'm going to get into later on, of how she intimidates, uh, you know, Owen thinking that, oh, you're hiding a Jedi, and he says no, and then of course, the other brother tells her to back off, and then what we see later on is he even tells Luke, uh, not Luke, but he tells Obi-Wan, like, look, I didn't do it for you. Basically saying that there was no Jedi, that he has no love for the Jedi. And then later on, we see a young version of Leia and when she was a child. And I would say they I would think they got a very uh for the casting on that, I think they did very well, especially bringing back, you know, Bella Organa, his wife, of how Leia's life was as a young princess. You know, she wanted to travel the stars, she didn't want to be a, a senator. And we do see a lot of Padme in her. Like you, with some of the comments that she makes in episode one and two, you do see a lot of Padme and a little bit of Anakin, but you see more Anakin and Luke and more Padme and Leia, which makes sense. And what I found very interesting is she's very wild, she's untamed, and then when she tries to go to a party when her mother, adopted mother, forces her to go to, and then her cousins are being idiots, and they try to make her feel less than what she is, and she puts them in her place, and then she expects to, to apologize when she has no reason to apologize. And then she gets kidnapped by a bounty hunter, so to speak, and then when that happens, it's because of the Inquisitor, Reva, who's trying to draw Obi-Wan, because she knows that Bell and him are friends, and that's exactly what happens. As soon as that happens, they contact Obi-Wan, even though he has all his stuff hidden and buried, and he says he can't do it because he's no longer the same man. Well, Bell has no choice but to go see him on Tatooine, and he even says that this ain't about the boy, this is about something else. Do it for Leia. Do it for, you know, basically do it for her, do it for Anakin and Padme, and himself. And so he does that, he agrees, and he goes on the search for Leia. Now, in the second episode, you see where he goes on to this planet looking for her, and he's trying to find some, somebody to talk to, get her information, which he's having a hard time doing. And we even get to see he gives money to a old clone trooper who is a homeless veteran. Obviously, you know, Tamir Morrison makes a little bit of an appearance as a older homeless clone trooper. And we even get to see where... Obi-Wan meets uh, Haji, who is a pretender of the Jedi, who, uh, again, I had a feeling that they were going to try to bring someone in to play as Jedi, you know, uh, a, a, I don't know how to say his name, uh, 
to playing as a fake Jedi to try to help people, try to get credits off them, which he does. And then after all this happens, uh, he tries to help Obi-Wan to say, hey, go here to go find the girl. And when he does, Obi-Wan, again, he's not using the Force. He's only using his wit and skills in combat. And when he does, he has to take out some bounty hunters. And then it does get revealed that he's there. He's able to get Leia. But Leia has a hard time trusting him due to not knowing who he is and saying that, oh, you're a Jedi, you're not a Jedi. And then after everything gets revealed that she figures out, because for her to be 10 years old, she's very smart. And she figures out that the only reason why they took her is to get to him. She starts running away from him. And that's when we see the shootout scene on top. But then later gets revealed that the uh, that Reva put a bounty on Obi-Wan. which And also kidnapped the Senator's child. Which put her more in the hot seat with the Grand Inquisitor. And the Grand Inquisitor, which is really interesting, is that he says he's going to deal with her later on and she still goes on her own and still does what she wants because Reva, in her mind, she's going to do what she wants. She don't care about anything else and she's very headstrong, very narcissistic, very hot-headed, very hot-headed and she just doesn't care and when this happens, she notices that there's shooting going on on top where Obi-Wan is and then when that happens, she's trying to find him and when that happens, he's obviously has bounty hunters on him and he's able to save Leia from falling he finally unleashes the force to prove to her i am a jedi and you need to trust me so after all this happens we finally get to see where he has no choice but to reveal who he is and when this happens he finally shows her okay yeah i am a jedi but i'm not going to show you know basically who and what i am and you see how he's not he's not think he's you can still see the young Obi one but you can still see how this Obi-Wan is going to become Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan, if that makes sense. And when this happens, what I found very interesting about this was how the same one that was pretending to be a Jedi, he went to go help him. And when this happens, he takes the hit up by Reva after she finds him pretending his Jedi to give Obi-Wan the chance to escape with Leia. And when that happens, they go to a harbor and about to try to escape but then what happens which is really cool is that she starts bringing up something that really reminds him of padme and the way she spoke was exactly like padme and that's what made him go hmm you know just like she's just like her mother and she brings up well who is that and then he says just someone i knew a long time ago he doesn't say her name but he says you remind me of someone i knew a long time ago so that was really cool i really enjoyed that and i think it was really interesting that they are finally able to bring that. And then, of course, Reva shows up trying to intimidate Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan even tells Leia, leave. Do not wait for me. If you have a chance, go. And when this happens, she is saying to him, later he finds out that Vader, and she says, yes, Anakin Skywalker is alive. So somehow or other, they knew that he was Anakin. So if I remember correctly in the comics and the books, the Inquisitors did not know that he was Anakin Skywalker. No one knew that he was Anakin Skywalker. That was the whole point that he did not want no one to know. So I'm trying to figure out how did she know that he was Anakin Skywalker. And then it really affects Obi-Wan. Like, you know, okay, he's alive. And in the comics or in the books that he found out in a cantina about Lord Vader that he was alive. And that's how he found out. So they try to change it up a little bit. And then the Grand Inquisitor shows up, tells her that's not going to happen. That he's going to be the one to do it. And then right when it shows, she stabs him through the lightsaber, through the chest, and saying, oh, you're going to think you're going to take all the credit. Obi-Wan's able to escape, and he gets onto the pod, they're able to escape, and she starts yelling, and then, of course, that's when the episode ends, and he has to realize that, hey, Anakin's alive. So, 
there's a lot of good in this. They showed a lot of PTSD from Obi-Wan, especially from what happened with Anakin, which I'm happy. Him trying to speak to Qui-Gon, which is in the lore as well, which I'm happy they did that. I'm very happy that they're showing a younger Leia, younger Luke as well. I'm happy that they're still doing some of the things that you would think they would or would not do. But at the same time, they are really pushing so much on Reva at this point that it's kind of just exhausting because I feel like they're trying to make her be a badass when she's not. Especially since the actress comes out and says she was not even a Star Wars fan to begin with. And then also uh, her wanting to bring race into Star Wars, which again, she makes a comment stating that, oh, there hasn't been a lot of diversity in Star Wars. They need to bring more black people in Star Wars. When look at the last... 10 years or more of who's been in Star Wars that is another of race and ethnic. So, again, she needs to do her damn research. That That is very insulting. And for Lucasfilm or someone to tell her, oh, Star Wars fans are very racial and we're just nasty, that is a very kick in the teeth. And that's something that they've been doing for a long time and I'm sick of. It's not everybody. It's certain individuals that want to constantly want to rely on a person's skin color or ethnic or whatever. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with if that person, if that actor is a disgusting person and they want to bring everything else into it for a role, then I have no respect for that person. It has nothing to do with what they look like. It's how they act. And that right there, I have no respect for this actor because of what she what she says and the way she's coming across. She's trying too hard, and I don't like this character. And to be honest, I don't like her. I have no respect for someone that wants to talk bad about Star Wars fans and wants to believe instead of having... A, uh, her own opinion and not even be a Star Wars fan and know nothing about Star Wars coming in about that. And then also killing the Grand Inquisitor when, again, we see him in Rebels. So at this point, why is he, he dies somehow or other. So again, how's that add up? Unless there's another Grand Inquisitor that we do not know of. So again, I don't know, guys. There's just a lot that doesn't make a lot of sense. And they're changing around the lore a little bit, especially of how... Uh, Supposedly Leia did not know about Obi-Wan, and then now she does know about Obi-Wan. Especially him calling himself Ben, which maybe had something to do with uh, why they named their son Ben Solo. Maybe after him a little bit. Uh, again, there's just things about this I like, and there's things about this that makes me question some things about Star Wars. The shots was absolutely gorgeous. Deborah Child did an absolute amazing job at this. Um, I'm very happy that she is taking the reins for Star Wars at this point for directing this show. But at the same time, some of this other stuff that they're wanting to put in here, especially with the character Reva and then wanting to change the lore a little bit, I don't agree with. Again, that is my opinion. I'm not trying to come across in any way. I'm only speaking my mind. And some of it is actual facts as well. So again, if you guys support the show, great. If you don't, that's fine too. But also, try to be respectful of everybody's opinion. Uh, just like, for example, don't take it out on the actor unless he or she does something that is very disgusting and very insulting to fans. Try not to go after that person because, again, don't go on their performance. Don't blame the character. Again, if the character sucks, the character sucks. Just like how I'm saying that now. I'm not trying to blame the actress for the character. I'm blaming the actress for her actions of how she's treating the Star Wars community. And for her not even being a Star Wars fan and then coming out to being, oh, I'm a fan now. When, again, I'm sorry, that's a fake fan. I'm sorry. 
But again, that is just my own opinion. What do you guys think? Please let me know down in the comments. Hope you guys enjoy the review. I know I'm a little late on this. I've been very busy with work, among other things going on. So please be patient with me. Hope you guys enjoy the review. I know it's a little long. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your comments about it. What did you think about the very first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Was it okay? You guys are going to continue watching it? Let me know, and I'll see you next time.